Welcome everyone. I'm Sue Barber, author, former IT director for a Fortune 500 company, turn executive coach, and this is the Visibility Factor podcast, where we explore how to raise your visibility and play bigger at work and in life. We'll explore key topics and welcome guests that help you shift your thinking about yourself so you can see new possibilities for your leadership. I'm on a mission to create a visibility movement for leaders to show their value and be seen for their true talent. Are you ready to take the next step towards a higher level of visibility for yourself? Let's go. The Visibility Factor podcast is brought to you in part by the 90-Day Visibility Breakthrough Accelerator Program. Do you believe deep down inside that you can have a bigger career, but you don't know how to get there? You can keep doing what you're doing, but what if there is a better way that could accelerate your progress? This 90-day program is a powerful experience that is unique to you and provides dedicated time to focus on your specific challenge. It gives you the time to develop big ideas and plans to execute them, including the tools, resources, and motivation needed for success. Hundreds of clients have used this same program to take them to the next level in their career and to create a better life. Join me in a 90-day experience that focuses on challenges like creating a strategic plan, how to lead an organizational change, or prepare for a career transition. This dedicated time will help you see new possibilities, recognize your strengths, and take away key insights that can be leveraged immediately. Are you ready to create a breakthrough for yourself? If you're interested in learning more, visit susanmbarber.com forward slash visibility breakthrough accelerator for more information and to sign up for the program. I look forward to seeing you there. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Visibility Factor podcast. This is Sue Barber, your host. Today's episode is all about career transition. And there are so many different angles and approaches around a career transition. But today, what I wanted to focus on is how to empower yourself to make that decision. A lot of people have probably thought about changing jobs or looking for a whole new career. And right now it's very top of mind for me because my daughter and some of the people that I'm coaching are going through this transition for themselves. But I wanted to focus on the angle of how do you make that decision? Because I think that we all consider it when we're having a bad day, but how many people actually do it? Sometimes these decisions are thrust upon us. So in my case, you know, there was a reorganization, a merger, there may be a layoff, but we always have the choice to make these decisions for ourselves. So I want you to think about how would you make this decision if you had to? I wanted to share a little bit about my story because as you know, I worked at Kraft for 20 plus years. I had a really great reputation for getting things done, bringing teams together, and was known as a leader who was a good people developer. I had definitely thought about leaving my company many times for various reasons, but I never actually did anything about it, right? It was very comfortable. I got a steady paycheck. I was doing well, right? It wasn't like everything was crashing around me in any way at that point. But when my company went through this merger, I thought, you know what? This may be the time because I knew how much the company culture was going to change. And I just didn't know if it was going to be for me in the long term. And so I made that really difficult decision to leave the company. But it was a decision I really sat with for quite a while. Do I stay with the company? Do I leave? What's the right decision for me? So today, I wanted to share some questions for you to think about for your own situation. I wanted to share examples of others who've done it successfully and some who have struggled. This episode is meant to give you information to help you make the best decision for yourself. So let's go back to my decision. How did I decide? I actually went with my gut to make that decision. Every time someone approached me about staying with the company, I literally felt very sick. 
And I knew that for me personally was the way that big decisions happen for me. I, I usually trust my gut in those situations. And I just knew that the culture of the new organization was not going to work for me. I really felt like I would be taking a step backward in my career. My responsibilities would be smaller. It just wasn't going to be the same experience. And I was leading women at craft. And I knew that was also going to go away. And so that was something that I really, really enjoyed and loved. And a lot of the leadership focus was going to change into a different focus for the company. And I just wasn't really excited about that. So although I was scared to death, I told my boss I was ready to leave. And he was amazing. I'm hoping to have him on the show soon. But he was a great boss who didn't try to talk me into staying. He just said, I know you're a smart woman and you're going to be okay. And I think I just needed to hear that from him (laughs) because it is scary to leave everything you know and everything that you've been a part of for such a long time. So leaving so many people that I'd worked with for so long was difficult. The most difficult thing was writing a note to my team on our last day of work. I didn't know exactly who on my team would be staying or leaving. And I knew that for some of them, it would be their last day too. And because I had been there so long, it was really a surprise for a lot of people to see that I chose to leave. It was a shock when I went in to turn in my laptop. And let's just say that my team and I definitely shed some tears. It was a very traumatic experience for so many people to go into a meeting and literally walk out with no responsibilities, nothing to do, no meetings, nothing else to do but leave and go to the next step, whatever that is. And so for many people, it was very surreal. It was definitely surreal for me to leave that day and recognize that I just I didn't have that same experience anymore. So I didn't have meetings to go to or conference calls. It felt strange and I didn't really know what to do with myself. (laughs) I'd been programmed for all those years to check my email all the time. No one emailed me. I had no meetings to to attend, but I wanted to figure out what my new career life was going to look like. Did I want to go back to work in a corporate environment, work for a smaller company, or start my own business? And after being at the same company for so long, all of those choices actually scared me. As you know, I chose the option that scared me the most, which was starting my own business. So let's focus on you. Do you dread getting up in the morning and going to the office? I had a client who once said that she dreaded going to bed, knowing that she had to get up to go to work the next morning. She was miserable there. She felt like she was failing every day and her energy was so low before she even walked into the door. She ended up leaving her company and found another one that was such a better fit for her. She is thriving there now. And the company is so glad to have her. But this decision, she really struggled with. It was a hard decision for her to make because she had not been there that long. And she and I had worked at the company together. And it was just one of those decisions that she really needed to think about and make sure was the right one for her. So here's some questions for you to consider. Do you dream about a different lifestyle where you're working a normal amount of hours and not staying late every night? I think that's a dream many people have. Do you imagine yourself working for yourself or maybe moving to another company or maybe another role within your current company? Do you want to be part of a new industry or a new function? So these are just high-level questions you can start to think about for yourself. And you probably already are, but many times you push them back. You put them in the background and say, no, I can't do that. And you come up with every reason why you can't do it. I'm comfortable here. I'm getting paid well. I already know what I'm dealing with. It's, it's really a hard decision to make for a lot of people for those reasons. So when people come to talk to me about the challenges they're facing in their job, they will maybe for the first time voice that they wonder if they should change their job. And obviously, this isn't an easy decision to make for anybody. And it can feel so overwhelming. There are so many options and choices. 
So one of the first questions I ask them is to rate how bad it really is for them there. Because I think they need to really think about if it is a 10 out of 10, is it a 5 out of 10, or maybe it's only a 3. Maybe there are some things that they could do that could make it better. Because people make a change for themselves when the pain is high enough. The the level of pain has to be high enough in order for you to make that change. And so I want you to think about the pain you're feeling and then think about what's possible if you made the change. Yes, just like me, it will be scary for you and you'll have to make adjustments. You may feel like you don't know enough to try something new or if you go somewhere else, you're going to have to start all over. That's usually a really big one that people think about. I have to meet all these new people, learn new processes, learn new content, learn everything new. And so that's just fear. That's just fear talking, trying to keep you safe. And I know that change is difficult, but remember that you have likely done it many other times in your life and you got through it. How did you get through it then? You don't know that any of this is going to work until you try. But if you can prepare yourself and start to think about some of the questions I'm going to ask today, I'm hoping that it gives you some more input into whether this decision is the right one for you. So you need to decide what would make you happy, and you only have two choices. You can stick it out a while longer and see if things get better, which is what a lot of people do and what I definitely did. Or you can think about what your life would look like if you made the change. How would you feel when you wake up in the morning? Would you look forward to getting up and doing something that made you happy? What if you were able to spend more time doing the things that you love and being with your family more? How would it feel to tell your friends and family about your new job? So I have another client who was really struggling in his role. He had been with the company for quite a while. He had some tough managers above him who really made it hard for him to feel like he could succeed. And although he had tried a lot of different things, he just felt like there was no way he could win. There was no way he could get through this successfully. He made the decision to look for another role, but the role he found was in another state. So then he had to make that decision too. Is this change really worth it? And ultimately, he did decide to take this new role. And he is really doing amazing things there and has already been moved into different roles in a very short period of time. He transitioned during the pandemic and had to do everything remotely, but he made it work. And so you have to think about for yourself, what's important to me? How can I be happier? How can I wake up in the morning exciting to do something How can I look at this role and see how it can be really beneficial for me? Now, believe me, I know how hard it is to take a risk and leave the safety of your current company. As you can see, I chose to start my own business. I have met so many great people, continue to learn so much every single day. And I know that for me, this was the right decision. It may not be the right decision for you though. And so you have to think about what is right for you. I've also seen many of my previous coworkers go through this same change too. Many of us left on the same day. And so... As I've continued to stay in touch with them and talk to them or share information about roles I'm aware of that might be good for them, they've all found roles that they're excelling at now. They found out that they could do way more than they thought. And if you decide to do this, you're going to be moving out of your comfort zone, but that's okay. You're going to learn new things. You're going to gain new perspective. You're going to grow. You're going to meet new people. And this experience is going to help you grow more than you ever thought was possible. You're going to accomplish things that you never, ever dreamed of. And I think it's hard when you're within a company and you've been there for a long time to imagine that this is possible, but I have seen it time and time again with the people that I used to work with. What is more important though, is that you're going to be happy. 
I have met so many people who are unhappy with their jobs, their managers, and where they work. Life is way too short for people to be unhappy, but they will stay and put up with it for as long as possible until that pain, that pain level gets too high. They avoid making the change because they know that they're going to have to be vulnerable. They're no longer going to be the person who knows everyone and understands how everything works. Starting over at a new place taps into your vulnerability and it creates uncertainty, creates doubt. And so most people look at that and the fear of that is so big that they will stay in a place where they're miserable because it's, it's what they know. So what if this type of career change, you could look at it in a positive way? Could it be something adventurous and fun? What if there's so much more learning and growth in this new role? Sometimes a simple shift of mindset can impact how you show up in a role and at a new company. A positive approach helps you become more approachable, excited to meet new team members, and ready to learn all about your new company or role. So where should you start to really help yourself make this decision? So I've got a list of ideas here for you to think about and consider. You don't have to do all of them. Just pick the ones that make sense for you, but I tried to put them in somewhat of an order that makes sense for where you may be in your career path discussions. Self-reflection and assessment. So start looking at what you bring, the interests, the values, the skills and strengths you have. What motivates and excites you every day when you're doing your role? Are there things you love, things you don't love? What about previous roles? What are things that you were excited about when you were doing those jobs? How can you take those existing skills that you have and transfer them maybe to a new field or a new role? Assess your personal and professional goals to ensure alignment with this new career path that you may be going on. What makes sense for you? You want to look at what new options are there or out there in the world. So start doing some research. Conduct thorough research on the industries, job roles, and companies that interest you. You want to learn about skills, the qualifications that are needed, what experiences that you have that might fit. Gather information through online resources, informational interviews. You can go to industry events, um, attend professional networking events to have conversations about it with people who may already have those types of roles or work at those companies. This is all about just gathering as much input as you can to make the best decision. What skills do you have that are transferable? A lot of people, I think, especially in specific industries, feel like what they know cannot transfer anywhere else. But leadership skills, the soft skills that people need in companies transfer anywhere. It doesn't matter what industry or function or role you have. So really analyze your current skills and experiences to think about the things that are really desirable, maybe things that are unique that you have and how you could apply those to different industries that can help you bridge that gap between your current role and your future role. Do you have all the necessary skills? Now, there may be certain things if you're going for a certain type of role, you may have a skill gap that you need to fill. So is there some kind of training you need to do, online course, certification, a workshop? Maybe it's formal education that you need, but leverage resources out there in the world. Now, there's so many online learning platforms, training programs, or even your community college to gain the skills that you need. Network and seek guidance. So... We always talk about on this podcast the importance of having a a strong network. If you have a strong network in your desired field, you can leverage that. Uh, Talking with maybe relevant associations or groups, connecting with professionals through platforms like LinkedIn, seeking guidance from mentors or coaches like myself or professionals who have successfully made a similar career transition. It's always easier to talk to someone who's done it 
and understand what they did in their specific transition that might help you. So their insights and advice can be invaluable in navigating your new path. Leverage your existing network. So tap into your existing network to look at potential job opportunities or make connections in your desired field. Tell friends, colleagues, and acquaintances about your career change and ask for referrals or introductions. Networking is the best way to significantly increase your chances of finding job leads or maybe even hidden opportunities, those roles that haven't actually been posted yet. Understanding what your brand is. So we talked a little bit earlier about what is unique about you. What's your value proposition that you bring to an organization or to a role? And how does that align with maybe where you want to go? So this might be looking at putting together a one-page document that talks about the roles you've had, the values that you have, your strengths, how you add value to a company, the types of roles that you are looking for, companies or industries you're interested in joining. Now, this one-pager is something that goes along with a resume, but it's helpful. Imagine passing this off to a neighbor or a friend of yours and saying, you know, this is information about some things I'm looking for in a job search, information about me that you might be able to share with others. Because this can exponentially help you expand your reach and scale if you decide that there are certain roles you want to look at and explore. And this is how you can scale it in a bigger way for yourself. When it's only just you, it may be more challenging. Seeking mentorship and guidance. So connect with experienced professionals in your desired field who can provide guidance and advice. Mentors can help you navigate the transition, introduce you to relevant contexts, and maybe provide some value insights into the industry that you're looking at. Stay persistent and adaptable. Career transitions can take time, so remain persistent and adaptable in your approach. I want you to look at this in a positive way, so be open to learning, seeking feedback, making adjustments as needed, because this is going to take some time. Making this decision is a big deal, and so I don't want to minimize that in any way. Persistence and resilience are going to help you navigate the challenges and ultimately achieve success in whatever decision you make for your career. Having said all this, I really want you to think about and choose what you want to focus on. So maybe you're at the point where you're just starting to think about this, and maybe you just need to spend time answering the questions that I've laid out here. Maybe you are at a point where you want to start to research or have conversations with people. Maybe you're further down the path where you're actually applying for roles and having conversations with people. It doesn't matter what step of the process you're at. I want you to just be comfortable wherever you are. This is not a speed race that you have to get through. This is doing what is best for you at this moment in your life. The goal and outcome you have is the most important part. So kind of keep that in front of you. But taking small actions every day will help you get there. Because you're building visibility for yourself around a career transition, and that requires consistent effort and a proactive approach. You're trying to strategically position yourself to be ready for this new role. You're expanding your network and actively contributing to maybe something in a new field. But when you do that, you start to become noticed. You start to be the person that people think of for this new role. And that comes when you talk about the value that you bring and the things that you have that may be a good fit for an organization to take advantage of and bring you in. This is all about creating opportunities for your growth and success in your career. So for today's visibility action, I want you to consider 
this type of career transition decision from a different perspective now. I've shared a lot of the maybe more traditional ways of thinking about it. But for this step, I want you to imagine yourself at 80 years old. What do you want to see that has happened in your life? Are there big goals that you want to reach? And this career decision is a key part of it. Do you want to look back and realize that you didn't take the risk to change your career and you felt unfulfilled? Imagine what your energy level would be like, how disengaged you would be. What if this decision is something that you need to do to change all that? The goal here is to avoid regrets about the life that you have and the life that you want. And I want you to instead create what you want, but you can start that right now. You don't have to wait 30 years or 40 years to make that happen. I think a lot of people look at, I'll make that decision later on, or I'll make that decision when I get more experience or more training or more whatever. But what if you could start to do that now, simply by asking yourself some of these hard questions that I've laid out here for you, and you could start to create that now. Imagine what that could look like for you. Imagine getting out of bed every morning, excited to go do something new that really fulfills you. Thanks so much for joining today on the Visibility Factor Podcast, and we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks so much for listening to the Visibility Factor Podcast. Remember that visibility starts with small steps that are intentional and consistent each day. Be bold, be visible, be the leader you were meant to be. Find us and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Follow us on all of our social media platforms, which are highlighted in the show notes. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Visibility Factor Podcast.